This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. What's up, wrestling fans? Welcome to the Facebook of this podcast episode. What is it? Two, 184? <laughs> That's why I was going to too quick. It wasn't that long ago that you said 184. Right. When two men, one man and one half man, went off on a podcast journey together, here we are. Here we are. 184 weeks later. That's a long freaking time. Ah, uh, anyway. If you don't know by now, I am Rich Riz, here with the champ, Basement Jair. Oh! Bookiverse testify! Booker Slam! It's coming! Don't go nowhere. You don't want to miss this shit. Ah, it's going to be fucking great show tonight. Great show, great show. And of course, the pre-show to Booker Slam is the appetizers of the week. Our news, rumors, and bullshit, as we used to call it. First up, biggest one of the week. According to Mike Johnson at PWInsider.com, Ed Nordholm initiated Jeff Jarrett's personal leave of absence from GFW, uh, which was announced last week, due to his, quote, erratic behavior that is said to have been building for months. Last Raw was apparently at AAA's Triple Mania, where Jarrett was seen looking out of shape and stumbling around ringside. Jarrett's defenders are saying that many of the things he's being criticized of like backing Anthem in their dispute with the Hardys, was because he was being told to show company loyalty. Others say Jarrett needed a break of some sort because he was working tirelessly to manage a situation between Nordholm, whom people are saying has no wrestling knowledge, and the creative and talent side of the business. This entire situation clarified the fact that apparently Anthem and Global Force Wrestling never officially merged as a business. So, if Jared is gone for good, the GFW name will likely go with him. As a result, the futures of Jim Cornette and Alberto El Patron are up in the air, though Cornette is still there for the moment. This Nordhall guy sounds fucking dirty. Like, he's a fucking crook. Yeah, he's like a... Kind of like a comic book villain. He's shady, bro. It's like, oh, Jeff, you gotta take a personal leave of absence. Get out of here. What? Like, what? Shady, dude. Uh, guys... Jarrett's just trying to run a business, you know? Associated rumor, uh, which is the biggest rumor going around this week, uh, was a report from Sports Illustrated. Now, anytime I see Sports Illustrated in my wrestling feed, I am going to call it a rumor because I don't know where the hell they get the in- their info. They don't source it. It seems to contradict everything that any of the reputable sources say. Well, Sports Illustrated is claiming that GFW Impact is, quote, hemorrhaging funds, which is plausible, certainly, and that Anthem was forced to, quote, gut the fight network to finance the wrestling company. They go on to say that as a result, Anthem is looking to sell GFW slash Impact, and that potential buyers include Billy Corgan, WWE, and Ring of Honor. Dave Meltzer, however said on Wrestling Observer Radio that everyone involved in the potential sale is denying that any negotiations are taking place, but that would be expected even if the talks were indeed happening. 
One change that is apparently definite is that the company is moving its headquarters from Nashville to Toronto, which is, you know, where the Fight Network and Anthem Sports and everything is No, I didn't, but thank you. (laughs) There you go. Additionally, Impact's creative team will now be headed by John Gaborik, who was in charge under Dixie Carter, Scott Damori, and Sanjay Dutt. Sanjay was hired onto creative when Jeff Jarrett came back. Sanjay Dutt. He's like from Brooklyn or something. He sounds like Apu's brother. All he is Sanjay, who he, ran the Quickie Mart for a little while. He is Indian, but I'm pretty positive he was uh, born and raised in the U.S. Not okay. Indian, all of it. Hey, nothing's wrong with you know, <clears throat> you know, being born and raised in the U.S. It's cool. Me too, bro. Yeah. Back to the news. Back amid to the news, and this is related also amid. All the speculation of hemorrhaging funds. Global Force Wrestling announced their own on-demand streaming service this week, the Global Wrestling Network, as well as an extension of their Pop TV contract. I'm confused here. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) According to Thursday's press release, they have, quote, plans to launch the Impact Wrestling channel on Pluto TV, a 24-hour live feed of content on the leading free over-the-top television service in the U.S. So... Conflicting reports everywhere. Apparently, literally no one inside or outside of Global Force, Impact, TNA, Wrestling knows what's happening in that company. Apparently. No one knows shit. So, um, yeah, I just hope they don't go public. I am not going to buy that stock. Thank you very much. What? I'll buy it. Hold on. How much money do I have? I got... Mm -hmm. I have... One nickel. <laughs> American. Oh, well, you know, that will go far. Yeah, it's got uh, a slave owner on it, <laughs> I guess. You know, if if Impact Wrestling took that nickel and right. took another nickel right. and rubbed them together, they'd have... They would have... Uh, they'd still have no dimes, but they would have ten tons. Wow. Yeah, it's that sucked. PWInsider.com... <laughs> Uh, yeah, that just sucked. As long as one of us is aware. (laughs) PWInsider.com is reporting that Samoa Joe was evaluated in Birmingham last week, and without any specifics, they say he's expected to be out four to six weeks. Whoa. Yeah, still not positive what the injury is. According to F4W Online, in addition to his ACL surgery, Tommaso Ciampa also had two other unrelated surgeries, one which put his arm in a sling, mm-hmm. and the other possibly on his neck. It's a little bit of speculation on their part, but uh, who knows. And earlier this week, WWE announced that Raw will air live on Christmas Day and New Year's Day for the first time ever. Whoa. This decision was apparently pushed by the USA Network. So, anyone out there listening... If you're pissed that you gotta watch Raw on Christmas Day, <laughs> you don't have to do anything. You don't have to do anything, but I know what I'm doing. December 25th, 8 p.m. I'm watching Raw. Well, I'm probably not. It depends on what I get for Christmas. Yeah. So, anyone upset about this, please let the USA Network know. Usa. Usa. And our last veggie, appetizer, whatever it was, I don't remember. It's an appetizer because you wanted to change it to that. There we go. 
You don't even know what you want. <laughs> You're like a woman. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just talking. It's all I'm Not doing. that there's anything wrong with being female. Not generally. So, uh, last one. Another rumor that went around this week is that Baron Corbin's D push wasn't due to Cena or his Twitter rant, but rather an incident from August where Dr. Maroon, the head of WWE's wellness department, was brought in to discuss the importance of concussions. During his presentation, Corbin felt Dr. Maroon was downplaying the scenario of the percentage of football players developing CTE. Corbin, a former NFL player himself, currently involved in a class action lawsuit against the NFL. Apparently, he uh, decided to debate Dr. Maroon, with Corbin contesting that Maroon is, quote, against CTE. Some of the witnesses describe the situation as awkward, with Maroon spending a few minutes having to defend himself, disrupting the flow of the meeting, and thereby minimizing the effectiveness of its message. Some support Corbin for standing up for his beliefs regarding everyone's safety, but others are saying that he should have pulled Maroon aside after the meeting to debate their points. Mm. So, and that is all for the veggies. Oh, shit. Week. Or appetizers. Or whatever you want to call them. Call, call, call them what, whatever you want to call them, because that's what they're called, I, I guess. Sure. Sure. Actually, I didn't check my news site before. That's just the FBI warning. Okay, yes, that is it. That is all. 183 episodes ago, two friends set out on an epic journey to create the best wrestling you will never see in your entire life. And it's all culminated 2017 September because August was just too fucking pussified. Booker Slam! Chow, chow, come on down and witness Samoa Joe versus AJ Styles for the Global Championship. Witness Baron Corbin defending his championship against Cesaro. Witness the first ever Triple Tornado Championship Tag Team Match, who he just found out is Elimination. Women's Championships, Singles Championships, a Fossil Match, Chris Jericho, Triple H, Booker Slam. If your balls are sweating now, they're gonna melt off. Shit, my balls are gonna melt off. Woo! She. All right. Well, let's just start the show, shall we? So Blake and Murphy come out to the ring for the opening contest, and as they do, we see a recap of what's been going on. They get the certified letters. They issue an open challenge last week on Raw, answered by Axel and Slater, and then after the match, they get another certified letter taunting them. So Murphy has the mic and says, "Well, we've waited long enough. Who are the cowards that attacked me from behind?" Unfamiliar music hits, a blend of rap and rock with a familiar voice, and out come the golden truth. Wow, he's using them. They hit the ring fast, believe it or not, and brawl with the former NXT tag champs, but the new viciousness of the golden truth is enough to leave Blake and Murphy laid out before the match even starts. The ref checks on them, and they're just both out. Golden truth leave the arena to a chorus of jeers. While they seem proud of their work, they still look like they want to fight. Women's title match. Bailey, the champ, defending against Sasha. 
Just after the bell rings to start the match, Asuka comes out to watch from ringside. A few times during the match, either Bailey or Sasha get thrown to the outside, you know, happens to both of them, and Asuka just hovers over them, practically salivating. The finish sees Sasha try for an elbow from the top, but Bailey meets her on the top turnbuckle and hits a super belly to belly to retain her, her championship. Oh my god! Post match, as Bailey is celebrating, Asuka attacks her from behind, hitting her with a few suplexes and then some vicious kicks. Sasha tries to help Bailey, but gets suplexed over the top rope to the outside. Asuka grabs a mic, looks over the fallen champion, and, tell, and tells her she's ready for her rematch, and walks off. Oh my goodness. What does this mean for the Raw Universe? The Rawverse. The Rawverse. The Rawverse. <laughs> so, we're going to do... There's a, a, a video... A video package. Yeah. Booker Slam! Get off your lazy ass, because you're going to need all your blood. Because by the time you leave this motherfucker, you're going to need a blood transfusion. Get yourself some wolf blood when you get that transfusion. We howling! That was uh musical guest DJ Dr. Wolf Syrup. Yeah, that's uh him and Angelo Dawkins are in the ring. And uh Angelo Dawkins... Uh, he has something to say, and, uh, he's gonna say, The Miz interrupts Angelo Dawkins before he even says anything. He's joined by Seamus. Mark Henry is missing. While this is happening, Dawkins is shown speaking to the referee. The ref then speaks into his shirt. Miz says, Booker Slam, huh? There are no bookers on this show. I don't have a match tonight. I'm the Intercontinental Champion. Suddenly, Sheamus is knocked out with a guitar breaking over his head. It's Elias. Ah. Miz looks down on Sheamus in shock. He goes to defend himself, but Elias blocks his punch. Miz bolts to the ring as Elias walks <laughs> behind him. <laughs> I like that. Miz says, I'm the Intercontinental Champion. Stop this guy. Miz, I was about to make an announcement and you interrupted. We are on a tight schedule as is. You have a match. It's with Elias. He drew the lucky number in the secret IC championship match. I sent the email. <laughs> I guess you were busy. Anyways, the match starts now. Angelo Dawkins is leaving the ring with DJ Dr. Wolf Syrup. <laughs> Miz is yelling behind Angelo Dawkins as they exit. Suddenly, Elias hits a skull-crushing finale on The Miz and becomes your new IC champion. Elias says, Hey Miz, I hope you enjoyed my new cover. And that's the end of that match. Nice. Yeah. John Cena versus Finn Balor in a tables match. I'm looking forward to this one. John Cena chose to come out first. He's just stretching out with the ropes. He's got a job to do so he can get back to his hot fiance and do real baller shit. Because he's John Cena and he's on the next level. Finn Balor is out next. And he's the demon because it's Booker Slam. He's ready to go to war. He looks like a demon bathed in hellfire because it's from the same hell that spawned... Booker Slam! 
John Cena wins the tables match because uh, Dolph Ziggler, who now wears a white suit, distracted Finn Balor when he appears out of nowhere and disappears just as fast. You hear a table break and it's Finn Balor through the table. Cena wins. He doesn't care. <laughs> You're next, man. Interesting. Yeah, right. are you... You know? Whoa. Next up is our U.S. Championship match. Austin Aries versus Rusev. And, of course, a recap is shown of this past week on Raw, where Rusev made a surprise return attacking Austin Aries, and then, obviously, delivering the message that he is now cleared to compete from injury. Whoa. Aries and Rusev start brawling as soon as Aries gets to the ring. Rusev knocks Aries to the outside, but Aries pulls him out by his legs, and they're brawling around the ringside area. The ref is giving them some leeway by starting his count late, but they end up in the crowd, brawling up towards the second level, and even with the slow count, both men are counted out. It takes some time for for officials to find them, and both men are are bloody, beaten, and exhausted when they're finally pulled apart. Double count out, obviously Aries retains the US Championship. What, what What a legend. I think this feud is not over. I don't think so. If anything, it just got hotter! Like Booker Slam! And this next match, this next match, this next match is, it, it, it involves a colossal titan of a woman's champion versus a scrappy, fiery redhead, Becky Lynch. Nia Jax! Becky Lynch! And these ladies, they're going for it. It's about to get hotter and sweatier than Nia Jax's armpits right now. You're about to witness Devastation! Booker Slam! That's the video package. Nice. (laughs) So, Becky is out first, and Nia Jax is a champ, so she's out second. Becky's strategy is to tire out Nia Jax with rest holds, and keeping her off balance with her quickness. She's been studying tape, you see, because Becky knows that Nia is, is larger than Becky, and requires more energy to function. Because, you know, she, she knows shit. But, it turns out that this backfires. Nia Jax retains the championship when Becky Lynch hits Nia Jax on the turnbuckle that Nia Jax exposed. Mm-hmm. She was trying to try to sandwich her like she does to all the other girls. Mm-hmm. So, Nia Jax hits the exposed turnbuckle and she lands on Becky. But because Nia Jax is unconscious, she's dead weight. Becky Lynch can't get her off of her. And the ref counts to three. And you're still your women's champion. Nia Jax. Nice. That's, uh. When she wakes up, she's gonna be pretty happy. That's a throwback to, uh, William Regal and the power of the punch against Big Show. That's for, right. For, was that the European Championship? Yeah. So it's a championship. That's why I dug it up from. That was good. Like that was the best way. Becky doesn't look weak. Nia Jax keeps the belt and it keeps the feud going. I like it. I like it. I know you love your Becky. Yeah, I do love Becky. See, that's why I have to do weird shit because Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, I expect this, but you don't get that. Nope. Not at Booker Slam. Ah. You have to detach yourself. You know. Next up is our tag team championship match. The Club versus The New Day. Biggie and Kofi represent The New Day, and when Luke Allows distracts the ref so Carl Anderson can attempt to get an illegal advantage, 
Xavier Woods from the outside hangs Anderson up on the, on the rope, allowing Ian Kofi to hit their finisher, and Woods runs around, you know, keeping his head under the level of the ring so the ref doesn't see him, and he holds Gallo's leg so he can't break up the pin. New Day beat the club, and new, once again, tag team champions, the New Day. What a positive experience. Power positivity. And maybe a little cheating. This next match is scheduled for one fall. And it is a Jurassic Park fossil match. There's a video package. It's showing the highlights of Chris Jericho. Uh, some WCW footage. There's some footage of him in WWE when he's, 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 he's he interrupts the rock. He's, who the hell are you? I'm, I'm, it doesn't matter what your name is. And it's all the different Chris Jerichos throughout the history of the WWE. And that is Triple H. He's terrorizing in WCW. <laughs> he's the blue blood. He's Hunter Hearst Helmsley and he had Sable. And it's the DX and it's all the Triple H's. It's, then they, they, they're coming out and they're in the ring and they lock up. And they fight. Stephanie McMahon is at ringside. And uh, Chris Jericho, he's putting up a valiant effort against Triple H. There's a, there's a lion salt. Triple H gets the, the, the leg, the, the, the knees up because he's got a lot of wherewithal. And, uh, you know, Stephanie slaps Chris Jericho right in the fucking mush. And, 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 and uh, the referee is distracted because Shane McMahon... Shane McMahon is coming down the ramp and he's yelling at the referee. And while the ref's back is turned, cause Chris Jericho and Triple H, they're fighting outside. Stephanie's out there and, uh, Triple H is holding Jericho and he's like, come on! And he wants Stephanie to kick Jericho right in the balls. But, but what happens is Stephanie McMahon gets the ring bell and she clocks Triple H in the back of the, in the head! And, and then she kicks him in the dick. Shane McMahon, he leaves up the ramp in time. Jericho pulls Triple H into the ring and he pins him. One, two, three. Stephanie McMahon leaves with Chris Jericho and they're making out at the top of the ramp. What is happening? I can't believe this JBL. I don't either, Byron white guy or whatever, <laughs> whoever the other guy is, and... Mamma Mia! Maranello, you're back! You're fired, JBL! Oh, hell! Oh, my God, the drama at the announce table! We have new announcer, old announcer! It's chaos! Isn't Chris Jericho married? These, all these questions, you're gonna have to tune into SmackDown! <clears throat> Follow that. <laughs> 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 what is happening? I'm sweating. Somebody turn the AC on. It's full blast. Your balls melting off? I don't have balls anymore. Um. They're melting. <laughs> Next up is Raw's co-main event of the evening, the Steel Cage Grudge Match between Brock Lesnar and Kevin Owens. Owens tries to escape the cage immediately, but Brock pulls him down and takes him to Suplex City. Off the first suplex, Owens' brass knuckles fall out of his shorts, and Brock takes advantage of the no-DQ situation and busts Owens open across his forehead with his own brass knuckles. 
Brock then hits a record 19 German suplexes on the prize fighter, sending him back first into the cage on the last one to get his point across. Don't fuck with the beast. Brock hits an F5 to finish a match and put Owens out of his misery in after this brutal, brutal contest. Brock finally beats Kevin Owens and gets him off his radar. Did you look up John Cena's suplexes from Lesnar to, like, up the number? No, but I remembered it. Oh, good. 16. Nice. Yeah, I, I knew. That's good. Good. He doesn't even belong in a ring with Brock Lesnar. Fuck him. Fuck Owens? Fuck. Yeah. Alright. It, it was a really heated feud. Not anymore, because Owens is dead. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace, bitch. <laughs> and next is the co-main event from SmackDown. There's a video package it's Roman Reigns and Kid Kayak, and they're training when they're chasing roosters. They're lifting weights, wearing heavy clothing. They're eating White Castle together, drinking at the club, hanging out with Ric Flair, Ricky the Dragon, Steamboat, all the tag teams, Doc Hendricks, fucking Virgil's there, Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase. And they're like, you guys are the chosen ones. The, the Vegas odd makers show Roman Reigns and Kid Kayak the odds odd favorites to become the tag team champions of the world. It's Roman Kayak versus RKO Fringe versus the Big Bullies. It's an elimination tornado three way tag. One member gets pinned. Both leave. And now the results. <clears throat> I was going to say, the hype almost wore me out. RKO Fringe win and retain the championships when Randy hit an RKO on Roman and Kid Kayak got a knockout punch from Big Show and were eliminated first. Wow. Dean hits Big Show with the dirty deeds after Big Show accidentally punched Bubble Ray with an arc with the KO punch when Randy faked out an RKO. Because when Randy was going to do the thing, mm-hmm. Show was going to punch him, but he just fell on his back. He wasn't even going for him. He didn't do it. He just... Nice. Just, he's Randy Orton. You can't see me. <laughs> I'm just flopping on the ground. So, yeah. Dirty deeds, man. And they're still the champs. And still, Roman Reigns comes to Kit Kayak, still unconscious. Roman Reigns lifts his friend up, gets a beer from the front row and splashes him in the face. Kid Kayak looks dejected, but he's super excited that they they were involved in this tornado tag match. Roman Reigns is beside himself. They high-five each other and they head to the back. What a friendship. What a great bunch of guys. They They thought they'd finally win the tag team championships. They tried their hardest, but they are RKO friends. These guys, maybe there'll be another chance, but right now, they take the L. Back to you, Rich Deriz. Wow, that was a tough match to follow. (sighs) I know. A lot of action, a lot of... uh, A lot of yelling. A lot of action. Yeah, man. From me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. This is going to be a phenomenal match. And now, Raw's main event of the evening. 
the global championship match. Samoa Joe defending his global championship against the phenomenal AJ Styles. And of course, the video package of what led up to it. AJ getting finally getting his opportunity that he felt he deserved for much longer. Anyway, this is another brutal, even back-and-forth match until, with both men exhausted, Luke Gallows runs down to the ring, and with the ref distracted trying to shoo him away with the power of his authority, Carl Anderson runs in from the crowd and hits a low blow on Samoa Joe, setting him up for the Styles Clash. One, two, three, and AJ wins, and we have a new global champion, the phenomenal AJ Styles. The shady shenanigans. Is this the Bullet Club? Are they back together? Is this, is this what's happening? Is Bad Luck Fale coming, coming in? Are the, are the Jacksons coming in? The Young Bucks? Is anyone else Kenny Omega coming in? We don't know. Oh my god. Tune into Raw next week. You have little Naki on your show too. I do. Yeah. I guess I shouldn't do my match now. Well, it's, it's main event time. I can't. Smackdown main event. To do now. You got this. You got this. It's time for the main event of the evening. I'm Bruce Buffer on loan from the UFC. <laughs> but not really. This is not Bruce Buffer. Please don't sue us. Coming in first. From parts unknown. Because I don't know where he's from and I'm not looking up, he's Swiss. The Challenger! The Swiss Superman! Cesaro! Hands, hands, hands. Machine gun arm things. And his opponent. Also, from parts unknown somewhere, played football. He is. The undisputed heavyweight champion of the world, the Lone Wolf, former Golden Gloves champ, other stuff, collects bones, Baron Corbin. He's from Kansas City, by the way. It doesn't matter. But they never say which Kansas City. It's... Time! This match brought to you by Bud Light Line. <laughs> if you want to be a bro, drink a bro drink. Bro. Bro. Everybody's excited. Both men go to their corners. They go to the center. The new referee, Herb Dean. Nice! <laughs> Protect yourself at all times. I want a good, clean fight as far as wrestling goes. No low blows. No eye gouging. I will fuck you up if you break any of these rules. I've been empowered by Angelo Dawkins. Touch hands. You to high-five each other before the match. Both men high-five. <laughs> and they return to their corners. Oh, what an exciting matchup. Baron Corbin and Cesaro run to center of the ring. They lock up. Rest hole. Power move, power move, to the ropes, counter, something spin. <laughs> Baron Corbin and Cesaro 
lock up in an epic contest. Picture an epic matchup between a champion that believes himself to be unbeatable, that thought he was champion the whole time before he was even champion, so much that he will fight anyone. It was his idea to fight Cesaro. He didn't have to take the matchup against Cesaro. He could have taken the night off, but he wanted to prove that he could fight anybody, anytime. Picture him wrestling the strongest man, pound for pound, on the entire roster of the SmackDown with a hunger for revenge. Follow that. Multiply that by 42, and you've got half of the action. Baron Corbin hits the end of days one time, two time, three time, four time, five times, and retains the heavyweight championship. Cesaro is defeated. Baron Corbin leaves the match with his championship. Cesaro, he's in the ring and he's sad. I'm assuming Natalia's on my show. She comes down, she consults Cesaro, who's very sad. When all of a sudden, a bright white light blankets the arena and everybody puts on their sunglasses that they were given full free when they walked into the arena. And in the ring, there is a figure. It's Bray Wyatt. And he's dressed all in white. And he has a microphone. And he says, Cesaro, you fought well. It is only when we lose everything that we're free to do anything. He outstretches his hand. And before Cesaro could even react, Bray Wyatt's gone. And that is the end. Of the hardest party of the summer, you've just witnessed Booker Slam, the ultimate free per listen, better than Summer Slam, better than Slamboree, better than all of summer, better than Bash at the Beach, better than WrestleMania 1 through 35. They didn't even happen yet, and we know this shit is fucking real. I'm very tired. Wow. I told you this shit was going to be loaded, kid. (sighs) And I did all... Listen, I want to tell the Bookiverse. I did all of this on my train ride to work. If you tap into something and you want to create something, you can do it. You just got to use your imagination. Anything goes, baby. I took the kitchen sink. I took the toilet. I took the shower. And I threw it. <laughs> well, I can't wait for the uh, aftermath next week. Gotta see what's going on. This Bray Wyatt Cesaro. Dude, the fact that we get to write consecutively, it get, it's getting me hard, bro. Oh, boy. I mean, TMI. Don't point that at me. TMI, but I have a creative boner right oh, now. Oh, jeez. And I'm so happy that I was able to share this with the book of verse. I hope I wasn't too loud. Rich DeRiz is going to fix this in post. This was a joy to write, and I hope it was a pleasure to listen to. You got Riz's Raw. You got Jer Smackdown. What more could you want in life except for like a million, bajillion dollars, health care, and a hand job on demand? What else could you want? Hold all that money. You have a hand job on demand. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, I was just looking for shit to say. Sounds good. Thank you. Uh, well, listeners, let us know if you liked either better. Let us know if you liked the show. Uh, of course, the show, the the podcast isn't over. I'm just saying, like, the, the Booker Slam. Booker Slam. It's so hot. Somebody died. And it's okay because they signed an NDA. Yeah. Even though that's a non-disclosure agreement. But they signed a waiver. Something. Everybody signed a waiver when they got their free sunglasses. Nice. Hopefully, no one with a heart condition was listening to this. It wasn't terrified by the ridiculousness of this. So, I just hope Garuch didn't freaking run off the road. The, the new, the new main SmackDown referee, Herb Dean That's from crazy. the UFC. He's permanent? Yes. Oh boy. And fuck Ronda Rousey. You know, this is the real shit right here. The real acquisition. An official empowered by Angelo Dawkins to fuck your world up if you step out of line. Have you seen all of the Mae Young Classic yet? Oh, I haven't seen any of it. Okay. I'm gonna binge it tonight. Okay, cool. Um, I saw all of Anybody the Anybody I should uh, be looking out for, anyone you feel is a go to win, anybody that sucks and you're like, eh. Okay, well, I... Um Unfortunately, saw a spoiler of of the two pe- of the two women that are going to be in the finals. So, I will choose my words carefully because I I don't want to spoil it for you. Kyrie Sane's elbow drop is sick, like Macho Man. No, it, it, like she weighs like eighty pounds less than Macho Man. Does so she like do a spin? No, she does this thing where like it's like she it's like she's a Dragon Ball Z character, kind of like she gets up there and like. When she gets to the top of her leap, her elbow is the lowest point on her. She gets, like, her knees... To her ankle? Yeah. No. No. She comes up, like, throws her legs out to the side. So, like, her elbow is the lowest point, literally the lowest point on her. Oh. Everything else falls after. Like, her legs are out to the side. It's... It's weird, but, like... It looks like it would be more impactful because the elbow hits dead on. Can I tell you whether or not she got to the second round? Because I've seen the second round. Uh, I don't want to know, bro. Okay. I was, if, if not, I won't binge it. It's like... Okay. Um, they're all good, right? I hear it's good. They're, they're mostly good. I would say of the... Fuck, of the 32... Do they have any Japanese superstars? Besides Kyrie Sane? Yeah. No, she's the only Japanese woman. What about like Chinese or Korean? No Chinese. Um, Mia Yim is representing Korea, even though she's from like I find LA or something. They have the best costumes and shit. Like they're wacky. Kyrie Sane's costume is awesome. Right. Um, the one that I am looking out for is a uh, Tony Storm. I really, really like her look. Was she trained by Lance Storm? No. Okay. She is Australian. She She's the one that comes out. She has the little, little, little top hat and the one streak of um, football grease under her right eye. Okay, I'll look out for her. Um, She's like the rocker of the show. How's Lita on commentary? Skipping that. Oh, shit. I, I, I have I'm, a drinking I'm, game now. Every time Lita says something dumb. I'm invoking my, uh, Duh. if you don't have something nice to say, don't say it at all. 
Wow, that's very big of you. You Thank never you. do that. Thank you. I'll say this. She's not as bad as I thought she is, would be. Is she as bad as Medusa on interviews? I don't know. So far, I won't even say that. Um. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. It's 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 last. I don't think it's enough of a spoiler. I like. All right, go ahead, man. Medusa was supposed like was advertised to be like on commentary or affiliated somehow. I haven't seen her yet. Ooh. Okay. I've seen the entire first round. Did I see the entire second round? I seen the entire second round. And I think I saw the first episode of the third round. Okay. Which is the quarterfinals. Right. Who else? Uh, we get to see more of... We saw her on NXT a bit. We get to see more of um, Bianca Belair. Uh, which is good. We get to see more of um, the Marine. I'm blanking on her name right now. That's alright. Um, who I think probably shows the best ass who's the, the hottest broad on the may young classic i had to get manly just now i'd say probably who was sounding way too professional just now i yeah. had to break it up i hear you um uh, for me it's tony storm i love that look on her um big booty she got a booty How about i wouldn't titties? i wouldn't say big they're good we don't objectify women here no but we have multiple masters to please here uh anybody you wouldn't take to dinner Ooh, okay. I'll, I'll say Piper Niven. Okay. Um, she is the largest lady in ah, the competition. Okay, so you wouldn't get to eat too much. Yeah, so, uh, so on a couple of levels, taking her to dinner is not a great idea. Like Nia Jax or? Yeah, like Nia Jax. Oh, okay. That's not bad. Nia Jax or, um, isn't well, that big. Mm, I think she might be bigger. I'm not positive. It's tough to say because, you know, like different costumes and shit. Yeah. I think Nia Jax is special. Um, Johnny Gargano's wife, Candice LeRae, is in it. Oh. And she's pretty good. Um, her finisher is called, uh, Miss LeRae's Wild Ride. I like it. Um. Is it wild? It's wild. It's pretty wild. Woo! You want me to tell you what it is? Sure. It's a top rope swinging netbreaker. Sounds dangerous, but mm -hmm. I like it. Uh, you get Gargano at ringside for her matches, which is cool. Okay, good. So they acknowledge it. You get um, Shayna's four horsewomen at ringside for her matches. Oh, so Ronda's there. Yes, Ronda. Ronda was there for the whole for the whole day. What do you think? From what I've seen so far, honest opinion, they're going to work an angle. All right, this is like they're working towards Mania already. Here's what I think. Mm -hmm. Now. The rumored opponent is Charlotte or Stephanie, right? Did you say that right? Charlotte or Stephanie? Yeah. Oh, for oh, okay. For Rousey, yeah. if they do Mania. Yeah. Because I know the thing is supposed to be Survivor Series, Four Horsemen versus Four Horsewomen. Hmm. Here's how I feel. It's probably unpopular. Ronda Rousey shouldn't be able to beat Charlotte. Right. In a wrestling match. That's right. I agree. Got to protect the business. So... It should be Stephanie. Stephanie should fight Ronda Rousey in her first singles match. Because, first of all, before that, you have to get Stephanie back on TV. Yeah. You have to get her all her heat back. Because they, they have the feud from Mania 32. Not only that, because she has to eat shit. She has yet to eat shit. 
She's mm-hmm. always getting over on everyone. Mm-hmm. Rousey could be the one to get that Vince McMahon pisses his pants moment out of Stephanie McMahon. Yep. She's yet to be humiliated. You know what I mean? Oh, she got, she got a spear from Roman Reigns. All right, whatever. She could break her arm. Fine, good. She has to get beat up. Something has to happen to her. I mean, not in real life, obviously. But yeah, Ronda Rousey should not be able to beat Charlotte in a wrestling match. Yeah, I agree. 100%. You know, I don't know how they're going to do... Unless there's some shenanigans. Shayna is a heel. I get that. But I don't know... Okay, fine. If they cheat, then they can win the Survivor Series match. Yeah. But I don't think in a singles, it shouldn't be... Oh! You could protect Rousey. Have Steph cheat to win? No. Like in Survivor Series, right? Mm -hmm. Can you get eliminated if you're disqualified? Yeah. Rousey doesn't know the rules. She gets Mm -hmm. disqualified. So she's eliminated. What does she do? Just not listen to the ref? Yeah, maybe she doesn't break what she's supposed to. She doesn't break the hold when she's supposed to. She doesn't know how many counts she gets. I think maybe a count out. Right. Might be better, like she, like she's working her over on the outside, and she's just not, li- she doesn't hear the ref, not listen to the ref. Maybe because she's in a trance, right? Yeah, she's got to lurk on her acting a little bit, because that video from WWE.com was hard to watch. What video? Where they, you don't, where the four horsemen run into each other. Oh, yeah. Just staring. I don't get it. You know. Also, we ha- we like we saw the back around his head for that one. Yeah, but still, they saw each other. But yeah, I think that's what I would do. Is how I would book it. Mm-hmm. Protect the business. Damn it. Who else do I like? Who else do I like in this tournament? Oh, you're talking about hotties, right? Yeah, man. We talk about. Thanks, yeah, I mean, hands down, Tony Storm. All right, that, great. That, that's my pick. Good enough. I, I appreciate that. So you think she's gonna win the whole thing? Tony Storm? Yeah. I don't think so. Okay, great. I think that, I think they have direction they wanna go. And, I mean, you know, you can only, you can only have one winner. Do we know who the winner, if the winner is gonna be the NXT champion or get an opportunity? Uh, yeah, right? From what I've seen, it has not been announced yet. Alright, great. That sounds like something that'll just spring on you. Here's your trophy. Oh, and by the way, you're the NXT champion. Welcome. Yeah, well, well, with the cruiserweight title, they did that. They did it right before the finals. Yeah, like maybe. literally both guys in the ring. But like, not oh, by with the, way, the UK. No, no, not this. It's like, oh yeah, so we're making the UK division. Yeah, which where is it? They just don't have a show. I mean, they, NXT. it's being it's being defended all over the world, all over the UK. It's just not televised over here. That's fine. It's defended at Progress. It's defended. Uh, you been watching too well, physique. I didn't this week. I didn't watch NXT this week either. All right. I was curious as to Enzo and his shit. There. I was I was curious to see who won that uh, fatal five way elimination match for the number one contendership. Did you want to know? No. Okay. So Nakamura. Yeah, dude, he beat Randy. Do you see all those fucking counters on the RKO? Yeah, that was. Randy good. didn't know what the fuck to do. Randy ate the knee. Is he a heel? Randy? Randy? No, I think he just wants to be the champion. Yeah. that's I like that. No Rusev this week, or did I miss it? I didn't see him. What was with Jinder's suit? It was weird. It's like, it, looks like some, it looked like something a used car salesman would wear. 
I think that might be part of the point. Ugh. Um, Mike Kanellis wrestled on the uh, the dark match. Really? I thought he was going to take care of his problem. Yeah, he was, I, from what I announced last week, he was in rehab. Maybe it was just like two, three week rehab or something. I, I guess. They're like, stop doing this. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Ty Dillinger has a United States Championship opportunity next week. Ten. Definitely getting interrupted. Yeah. Shane is expelled, suspended mm-hmm. indefinitely. As Mr. Commissioner. Mr. McMahon is coming to SmackDown next Smackdown. week. SmackDown. Yeah. Vince is working Tuesdays. Yeah, bro. See, and, how, uh, see how they do it the day after. You think he's going to get pop-up powerbombed? Vince? Yeah. Wow. 70. He's 72? Nah, probably not. Never mind. So what do you think is going on with uh, Carmelsworth? I think it's a trick. <laughs> I think it's a ploy. Do you? Yeah, I think in there is some weird sadomasochistic relationship where she's gonna fuck him right in the ass, storyline-wise. Oh. Yeah, probably. And then it's like, oh, they're, 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 they're broken up, but he's gonna cash it on Italia, and he's gonna interfere, and it's like, oh shit, I thought you guys, no, 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 but daddy's gonna get fucking dumped because... They're gonna. Once Big Cast is done rehabbing, maybe he'll be there in like a cast or something. They'll put him on SmackDown and he'll just be around. I just hope they don't put him on as a fucking announcer. Nah, he's too stupid. Yeah. Yeah, that uh, elbow drop reminds me of my elbow drop. Corey? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, thanks. Th- 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 thanks, Cast. That was a three count. I saw the ref count three. It, yeah, it, it was two. It, it was two, Cass. <laughs> what are you trying to say? I, I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying there's a difference between two and three. It's like one more, you know, than two. But that was two. Yeah, that's great, Corey. You know, Carmella, she makes great baked ziti. I like to eat it. Meatballs. Great. Great. That's, that's all you're gonna get. <laughs> that's, that's, that's cast on commentary. Dude, you sound just like him. That's great. Thanks. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Carmel. So she, so she broke up with him. Then he begged to get back with her. And she said they're back together. And she kissed him, which is the first time, I think, on TV. Yeah. And she slapped him. I, it's, it, she's crazy. She's from Staten Island. They're all like that. Garooch, are they? Let us know. Let us know <laughs> candidly as to protect yourself at all times. Yes. Protect yourself at all times and uh, obey her commands at all times. Indeed. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about from uh, the, the televised wrestling this week? Uh, man, I don't know. It's kind of hard considering how much better our shit was. Uh, oh, Dolph. What, what are we doing here? I think uh, I like it. I think I don't. It kind of reminds me when Big Show was shown and the Barbarian and the Showster. Is that what he's doing? Yeah, but like a few a week. He's not Chris Candido. That's the point he's trying to make. Oh. No gimmicks. Yeah. I can wrestle. What you're saying is you have no character. Hmm. That's all you're saying when you're saying, Know what to do when I do in that ring. 
This is a bad Dolph Ziggler impression. He should come out as Nikki Lee Six. He should. That should be the gimmick. That's your gimmick right there. Just be every 80s rock star. Just do that. You're a great wrestler. We get it. But that's not what puts asses in seats. No one gives a fuck. Yeah, it's not uh, the... Even Kurt Angle had a character. And he was the best wrestler. Mm-hmm. You can't just be the best wrestler. You have to have something. What is this? What do you What do you think this is, dude? It's not anyone's fault that you can't get over. Pick a character and stick to it. You're just generic, bro. You're great. You're amazing. I can't do what you can do. Hell, I can't do what anybody can do there. I, I have a podcast. He is the only surviving member of the Spirit Squad. That's not saying much. Listen. <laughs> all I'm saying is, I hope this is going somewhere interesting. But, you're, I don't know. I don't know. Do you think maybe he'll come out as Nick Nemeth? Maybe. Say, say, by the way, it's not my name. He might as well because I don't know what a Dolph Ziggler is anymore. <laughs> he should come out to that song, It's Not My Name. That's not my name. That's it not might my name. make him a little bit more interesting. I don't know. Uh, you know what I was thinking? I was well, thinking when they bring back Bailey, they should change her music. And when she becomes a champion, they should just pay the money and get that Katy Perry song. It's a good song. It worked for her. The Roar song? Yeah, that's a good one. Hmm. But they won't do that because Vince is like, ha! Yeah. Bailey. Ha ha! She hugs people. What a gimmick. It is a gimmick. It is. That's a gimmick, Ziggler. Start hugging people. You steal raw gimmicks, too. Don't show up to SmackDown one day and say, did you guys catch my Brock Lesnar impression? Just do that. Get it? Because Brock's yeah. not there everywhere. Yep. Uh, there was something with the women. I think it was on Raw... Yo, yeah, it's a fatal four-way at No Mercy. Yeah, uh, do you think... Alright, so, Emma's eating the pin, right? Maybe, that's what Meltzer says, but fuck him. He thinks he knows everything. Oh, yeah, so if, if Sports Illustrated says it, then we know it's true. I think that Nia Jax should be the champion. But I'm biased. I just think the strongest and toughest should be the champion. It just makes sense to me. Thing as strong as and toughest is usually not always the smartest. I think she's learned from her mistakes. Maybe I I don't know, man. Maybe uh, all right. So Emma Emma eats the pin, and then it's a Nia Jax beats Emma. It's got to be a one on one match when Nia Jax takes the belt. That would be better for for Nia, yeah, yeah. But that's like who can beat her? You could probably get that other big girl from the May Young. Piper but, Niven. But She's like, Scottish. But Becky could beat... Becky submitted Nia Jax. I mean, granted, it was an elimination match, but still. Do you think... She can be submitted. Bailey beat her. I kind of get the feeling that um, Raw has sort of changed their plans mid-stride as far as what they are doing with uh, the Women's Championship. I get the feeling that they're kind of 
opening up a spot for a certain undefeated former NXT Women's Champion. Mm. She should be on SmackDown. But I guess since Nakamura's there, you can only have one person who barely speaks English. <laughs> put her on Raw. We'll see. Maybe. I mean, you gotta put her there fine, and then let's have her not be beated, beatable there too. Yeah, I just, I just, I just feel like they're, like, I, I felt like a shift in their writing pattern. Well, how long is Oscar supposed to be out? I think maybe another four weeks. Perfect. Yeah, so this is, what's this, it's the beginning of September? Uh, maybe six more weeks. I say weeks. you debut her at freaking Royal Rumble. She should, yeah, she should be ready to go by uh, Survivor Series, though. I don't want her to show up at Survivor Series. I'm not saying that she should <gasps> show up at Survivor Series. They'll have her come out of an egg like the gobbledygooker. So let's not do that. <laughs> It'll be, she'll come out of an egg that was laid by the gobbledygooker. Can we not? Full circle. No. And she'll be like, Oscar! Right out of the egg. And everybody's gonna be like, Holy <laughs> shit! Everybody's gonna lose their fucking minds! They're expecting just crap to come out of the egg. What if the gobbledygooker lays an egg and out comes the Shockmaster and he trips over the shell? And the Shockmaster removes his helmet and it's Asuka. And she says, If I. If I had half the brain that you do, and just combine all the fails. Really? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't fucking know. Anyway. Wow, that would be Failmania. Or his big Not- Papa Pump. And he's wearing a turkey hat. Can't do a turkey hat. That's a TNA thing. Fat asses! <laughs> Alright, that's all I got. I and know. he used to <laughs> fucking... Over the, I think in TNA he was like, he said he hates chickens. He was chasing chickens around. Who was chasing chickens? Scott Steiner. He's weird. Is is he still in there or is he gone? No, they stopped paying him. Yeah, they stopped paying him. He He's probably elsewhere. makes more money off of independent dates. I would see a Scott Steiner one man show. It would be the most ridiculous time ever. Scott Steiner should go on Broadway, off Broadway. And do a one-man show. Tell his stories as best as he can. I, can and we, the plot is to figure out what's a lie and what's not a lie. <laughs> can we just get him a podium and stick him out on a corner somewhere? Scott Steiner 2020. He yes. runs for president? Yes. What if the whole plan was to shift the power in the White House to shit and all sorts of maniacs can run for president? Scott Steiner. President Scott Steiner. You got fat asses. And everybody will love him. Wow. I think we have to end on that. Alright. Because uh, nothing else will... My, my mind is blown. Well, that was Booker Slam. Holla at you boys. Let us know what you thought on the uh, finishes to the matches. Uh, we'll take your opinion into consideration. Uh, but for now, enjoy the free per listens. Next week, we will have Fallout from each show. And, uh, I'm looking forward to writing it for you guys. So, uh, hood us up on Twitter 
uh, hashtag Riz is Raw, hashtag Jared Smackdown, and whatever you want to say. Uh, yeah, uh, please stay tuned for the deets, details on all that is basement bookers. Follow the bookers. Hold back. We've reached the end of this exciting episode of the Basement Bookers podcast. And both Rich Deriz and Basement Jer really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, feel free to leave a five-star review for us on iTunes. You can catch us on Stitcher and wherever podcasts are available. Feel free to check out the Basement Bookers Facebook page. Head over to Twitter if you want to contact us directly. It's the best way. Rich Deriz... R-I-C-H-T-H-E-R-I-Z and Basement Jer. It's like Basement Jerk, but you take out the K. Thanks for listening, everybody. And the match of life is scheduled for one fall. So make it count. And do what the man says. Follow the book!